Hello and welcome to Sequel Pitch, the podcast where film fanatic friends review a movie that doesn't have a sequel yet and then have a contest pitching their ideas for one. I am your slightly sozzled host for this week, Drew Toynbee, fresh off of a wine tasting with his wife in Cornwall. It was very fun. Uh, I am the severe general overseeing this operation this week and my three snipers on the rooftops ready to mow down civilians and zombies indiscriminately are Andy Henry. You're so going to fall asleep before like they're judging. I know it. <laughs> You're just going to fall back. <laughs> Ross Harmston. Yeah, I'm going to protect these stupid British people because we're American. <laughs> American! <laughs> And Matt Rushton. Hey, hey guys, look over at 17B, they're fucking in the bed again. (laughs) (laughs) Just before we get started, I just want to remind all of our lovely listeners of a couple of very quick things. The first one is that we are thrilled that we are going to be live on stage as part of the Cheerful Earful Podcast Festival in London on Sunday the 5th of November. If you check out our Twitter, because we refuse to call it X, uh, you will find some details <laughs> there. As always, you can check out our Patreon if you want to hear our full review sections, which go out just for patrons. But now, it's time to get on with this episode's movie, which is, of course, the 2007 sequel to a, like modern horror absolute masterpiece, A Difficult Act to Follow. 28 Weeks Later, directed by Juan Carlos Frenadio, I think is how you would pronounce it. Uh, Starring Robert Carlyle, Rose Byrne, Jeremy Renner, Harold Perrineau, Catherine McCormick, Imogen Poots and Idris Elba. As always, just before we get into our quick discussion of what we thought of the movie and giving our scores, we do a very quick as possible 60 second synopsis of the movie to get you up to speed if you've not seen it for yourself. So here we go. During the original rage virus outbreak, Don and his wife Alice are in a farmhouse. They let in a little boy, he's chased by the infected, and Don cowardly runs away and leaves Alice to die as he escapes on a boat. After a few months, the infected begin to die off of starvation and NATO forces led by the Americans take over Britain, led by Idris Elba. They come to a a secure zone on the Isle of Dogs, including Don's children, Tammy and Andy, where they're reunited with their father who survived and now has a high-level job with an all-access security guard. Tammy and Andy sneak out to their old house and find their mum. She's alive, but she was bitten. She's kind of feral. She gets brought back in and turns out she's immune. She's not immune. She is infected, but she doesn't have symptoms. Uh, No one tells Don, who uses his all-access card to get in, give her a big smooch, immediately gets infected and goes on a rampage. Uh, Everything goes tits up. Rose Byrne tries to save the kids because she realises they could be the cure. Jeremy Renner gets burned to death. They run across London. Everyone dies except the kids, and then the world goes to shit outside of the UK. The end. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Perfect. I think that was kind of... That, uh, that was the first about 60 seconds 60 ish. seconds, yeah. yeah. Bloody hell. Well done. <laughs> um, and drunk yeah, as well. Like, those, those words must have been dancing around the screen. So well done. Yeah, a like, little bit. Just, just a little bit. Um, so, as always, we're going to go around and give our sort of brief thoughts and our scores out of five on this lovely sequel that we're going to sequelize for you. So, who looks the most excited? None of you. You all look really, really just oh ross smiled first right we'll go with ross ross what do you think okay when i first watched it i was like yeah this is that's all right then watch it again i'm (laughs) like okay they've got some really cool ideas like you know making robert carlisle the bad guy in the first literally like the first minute of the movie where he (laughs) kills all of his entire family um and then pushes another guy in the water who gets eaten alive as well um yeah it's an interesting choice it's a weird choice because then you're like who am i backing in this movie am i backing these kids because they're annoying as fuck um and then and then i yeah and then i also like i do like the story the premise of like you know 28 weeks later the the dead have like starved to death there's an 
I, there's a little, they've started to create a little sort of um, green zone around uh, the Isle of Dogs and like they're starting to repopulate like it. Um, however, they still fuck up like massively. They've got three <laughs> snipers on a roof and that's enough. Um, and so for me, the performances are meh. The zombie stuff is meh. It doesn't ever. It doesn't ever reach the heights of the original. Is my issue like the tension yeah. with the zombies yeah, and stuff like that? It's more of an action movie, which mm. to me didn't really work. So I'm going to give it. Um, Two point five thumbs in the eyes out of five. <laughs> yeah, that scene is that's memorable and really. It's the idea of you yeah. like put one thumb in and then another thumb and then out of nowhere half a thumb comes in <laughs> yeah. just to put yeah. a little a bit knuckle. more weight. <laughs> just wiggles one. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, let's go with you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Ross in a lot, of, a lot of ways. It definitely doesn't capture the original. I think it's hard because you're. I would ask you the director again. Is it true? But I don't want to. I don't want to ask you to pronounce it. Oh, go on. You got, you got the phone out. Well, whoever it is, it is. I don't think it's making their movie. I think they're making Danny Boyle's sequel. Yeah, I agree. So, and it still works, and it's still fine. Um. Well, and actually, he, Danny Boyle was only on as a producer. It was written by this guy and three other chaps. Yeah, yeah, but like he's 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 going. You you want to go into the you want to come out of this movie going. Oh, I can't believe Danny Boyle directed the, this one. You know, if you didn't know, you want that same feeling. So, and, it, and you know, he did well. I think in a, in a, in um, in a lot of uh, areas. Uh, I think there's one big problem um, with it, which I explain in the uh, in the. Uh, Patreon bit, um, but yeah, just didn't have the same feel, and um, there was a few bits I think where it just lost me in like maybe like tone or, or certain bits like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna you, I'm gonna go for oh, yeah. uh, it's good, but I don't know if I'd actually recommend it, especially after the first one. If someone was like, "Do you want to? Should I see it?" and you're like, mm. so I'm gonna give a two point nine. Burning Hawkeyes to death. <laughs> uh, Matt? Okay. Um, right. So I feel slightly different to these guys about it. Like 28 Days mm-hmm. Later is a 10 out of 5 movie. Like It is incredible. <laughs> just, to, just to premise and preface that. Um, would I want to see two 28 Days Laters? No. I feel like what they did with 28 weeks later was up everything. Like, it did massively lose character development, so it's not, like, a a fantastic movie, but I kind of sit there and I'm like, what would I want from a sequel to 28 Days Later? More zombies, different environments, more guns, you know, up in the ante in a lot of ways. And I feel like they kind of did with the movie. They, mm. you know, they they brought in the army, which made a lot of sense in a lot of ways. Albeit the U.S. Army, don't know why it had to be the U.S. Army, but they brought in <laughs> an army. So, you know, there was there was the idea of control. I really actually, I, whilst I don't like the first scene, I really like the setting of, as Ross said, this idea that they're starting to get back to normality. They're starting to try and repopulate Britain and London and the Isle of Dogs. I really liked that. And then the obvious jeopardy of putting everyone, cramming everyone into the car park when there's a feral Robert Carlyle <laughs> loose. Like it was obviously setting everything up to go completely tongue. Um, and yeah, I just I quite enjoyed the adventure and the leanings into when when they have this cure and Roseburn's character in particular, like so ultra dedicated to getting the sun out and getting Andy out no matter what. Because he's the mm. potential, he's the future, um, and I really liked that we kind of leaned into it. Whilst it was a bit cliche with the mum and the eye stuff, you know, it it's Hollywood cliche. You're gonna expect things like that in the story and in the narrative. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, it it's action packed. It's kind of I feel like it never really lets up, and that may be a good or a bad thing to some people. Um, as I say, the characters are a bit two dimensional, unfortunately, but it was a fun action horror film. Definitely wasn't the tense horror that Twenty Eight Days was, but as I say, I think it shouldn't have been personally. So I'm gonna give it. Oh, what shall I give it? Uh, four bitey lip what? kisses out of five. Wow. <laughs> four out of five. Well, that's, I just, I really that's enjoyed very it. Generous, yeah. That's uh, it's yeah, enjoyable. It's fair, yeah, it's but fair. Yeah, but... I'm not going to rip you to shit in the in the full review. <laughs> that's all. I love because going off Ross's review uh, of the film and especially his view of the kids. I know whose kids are dying and whose pitch. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and let's not I also talk I'm, about the I'm last much... episode and how everyone scored the last film. So yeah, I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm fine. All right, yeah. <laughs> Drew, what do you think? <laughs> I am. Um, I'm. I'm more along your lines. I think I wanted a sequel. I wanted to know how people would try and deal with this afterwards, and this could have been like it, it might have been very interesting for it to be like a super dry, like West Wing political drama about these people just trying to rebuild a country and the virus never comes back. But um, but the virus had to come back. And tying it into, like, oh, there's a person who is actually immune and we found them and there could be, like, a vaccine against this is quite interesting. I found the coincidence of it that it's his wife, the the guy who gets the only guy who can open every door in the entire complex, hey, his AAA, wife. AAA, all right. You know, and <laughs> and his kids. AAA. He's pretty important. <laughs> It, he is, and that's fine. But the the level of coincidence inherent in that was a little mm. bit much. Yeah. Um. But I, I also enjoyed the escalation of. There is just more action, bigger explosion. Like the the first movie has one explosion; it's a petrol station, and this one's like, okay, well <laughs> now let's level the entire financial district mm. of London with fire bombs. Boom! That blow fire everything up. Not even yeah. to, like just everything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absurd, and like <laughs> fire that goes from Canary Wharf like <laughs> two miles to the Greenwich Tunnel right at the bottom of the Isle of Dogs yeah. and then chases them. It chases them under the tunnel but doesn't come across the top. It it h- likes to hug the ground, this fire. Yeah. Super duper um, American napalm, all right? That's yeah, what it does. Yeah. Yeah. In, it's hunter-seeker na- napalm. It's it's going for heat signatures of people. Um, but yeah, it it's... There, there is there was potential for it to be more and to be tenser. It's not as scary as the first one. I I I I do think the bit in the car park where all the people are being turned is scary. I think the farmhouse attack at the very beginning yeah. is like I found that really scary. Um, but it it could have been better. You could see the budget straining. Or you could see the filmmakers straining against the limits of the budget at times. Double the first but, one, I just found out. But, oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I don't doubt eight million, it. Like, eight million they, for the first one, surprisingly. I, didn't, I wouldn't have thought that. But, uh, yeah, they just eight, filmed it. Eight million it. US, th- uh, five, five million. They just filmed pounds. it at like two o'clock in the morning, like in London. Yeah. Like, yeah. When there's no still on the longest day of the year. Like, mm. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm, I'm closer to Matt. Um, I'm. Uh, I really like zombie movies, so actually, I'm going to go the same as Matt. I'm going to go for Harold Perignon, um using a helicopter to lawnmower a bunch <laughs> of zombies to bits <laughs> and not crashing and exploding out <laughs> of five. Nice. No matter what That's I see great. him in, he will always be Link from Matrix Two. I don't know why. As soon as he came, oh my god, that's Link from Matrix Two. Oh, see, no, he's Mercutio. He will never not be. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Michael, no, from, he's Lost. Michael from Lost. He's Michael yeah, yeah, from Lost. Yeah, yeah. 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 Walt! 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 Uh, so that does give us. Um, it's a bit of a split. Two of us are pretty strong recommends. Two of us are. Not recommends, but it does give us an overall of 3.35 out of 5. 
uh, coming in very close actually to Tron Legacy, which was 3.31. So mm. there we go. If you wow. agreed with us on Tron Legacy, maybe you'll agree with us on this too. Who knows? They are very similar films in every way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They yeah. are like a big yeah. escalation from a much smaller budget yeah, and true. kind of a bit of just just not not much of a plot, not even really a MacGuffin, just we need to get from here to here by the end of the movie. Yeah. Go. yeah. Um, hmm, interesting. Okay. I'm just thinking, so, I'm just thinking about zombies on speed light bikes now. That'd be amazing. Oh, it's coming after you. Like, <laughs> rah, vroom, rah, <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it. 3.35 out of 5. It is a sequel pitch recommendation. Get on to Disney Plus and watch 28 Weeks Later if you're in the UK and you fancy some pretty gory zombie splattering and and Robert Carlyle just just With dripping so much fake blood out of his mouth mm. goodness me so for those of you who are our pitch pals uh you can listen to our full thoughts on this movie where we're going to get really granular granular in basically the bits that we thought could have been better and maybe have some thoughts on how it could have been improved for the rest of you it's time to tune in as we get our sequels pitched. I want you drunk for every podcast. I'm 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 pretty sober. Now. I've eaten an awful lot of pizza <laughs> um, since the wine tasting, so I'm actually uncomfortably full. Oh, um, yeah. Perching on the edge of a of a very very soft bed isn't helping. Like my 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 entire torso is just resting on a on a pizza belly. Oh. It's deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway. Hi guys, we're back, or we're not back, we're we're continuing on for the pitches. I hope you enjoyed that description of my belly. <laughs> <laughs> so, the rules as always are, the guys will pitch me their sequel, they'll tell me what happens in their movie, they'll be uninterrupted while they tell us everything that happens. I might ask them questions, I might not, we'll see how I'm feeling. Each of them will pitch their sequels, then, after I give you a quick recap to make sure we're all on the same page, they will battle to the death in the in the crowded bloody vomity car park of chaos that is the debate section uh, at which point i will decide who has made the best arguments and swayed me to pick them as our winner so uh i would like to hear from rostifer please okie dokie um <clears throat> oh, mine is called 28 months later. Hey. Jim and a crack team of peeps learn that the virus is evolving. The only hope of synthesizing a cure is two little shits from 28 weeks later. <laughs> Trip to Paris, anyone? Question mark. Very good. As the movie opens, we get flashes of imagery of infected the ev and the events from the first movie mixed in with audio chatter from the British army we're hearing staggered audio we found some survivors a man woman and girl we're bringing them back to the base it cuts out then we hear another audio <laughs> buzzer saying something's happened to the girl she's she's got infected we had to put her down <laughs> the other two are fine but we'll be back by the base in two hours. This audio boom like mixed in with what actually happened visually. Uh, then it ends with an almighty scream. We then see the eye of a very familiar character. It's Cillian Murphy. Or Killian Murphy, Killian. whichever way you want to say it. Um, uh, he wakes up from no, his let's bed. Say, let's say it the way... Let's say it the way it's met, yeah. which is Killian. <laughs> yeah, or if you want to say it, it's Cillian. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, Killian. Um, we learn, uh, so yeah, he wakes up from his bed and he and he heads outside. He's in an army base. We learn through dialogue and esta establishing scenes uh, that Jim is now a scientist working on a cure. And when I say scientist, he's not fucking like, he's not gone to university. He's just loosely a scientist, yeah? Um... <laughs> You know that loose. You know he's on a gap year. Oh, no, let me um, write that. Let me write that he's, down. He's, help, he's helping out around the lab. GCSE yeah. biology. <laughs> <laughs> he studied. He's done his GCSE he's, uh, biology exam. He's um, washing the test tubes. <laughs> yeah. He's learned the colours. Uh, he's now he, gone on to shapes. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
He's helping in the lab uh, uh, try to create a uh, cure for the rage virus. As he heads to the lab, he sees Selena. Uh, he tries to speak to her, but she gives him the cold shoulder. Anyway, he heads to the lab, and we are introduced to a contained rage zombie. Uh, we learn through dialogue that this zombie has started to use the brain of its host to work smarter in order to appease its lust for destruction. They uh, then add another zombie in it, and it appears that they're both exhibiting coordinated behavior. They think, uh, the, they think this is weird. Anyway, the army base uh, head, Honcho, comes in and informs them of a mission to locate two children, Tammy and Andy, who apparently exhibited immunity to this disease. But the last known location was in Paris. Uh-oh. After some padding out scenes and around the base, Jim decides to go along with a crack team of cool guys, and reluctantly, so does Selena as well. They uh, board a helicopter that will take them uh, some of the way to Dover because they don't want to use up all the petrol because, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. Um, <laughs> and this gives us a chance to see some of the devastation that the virus has caused across the UK. They get to Dover get on a small boat that's the small boat uh, and it starts making its way across the channel um, on the way it breaks down um, however yes to the sound effects yes the best <laughs> yeah however they need to fix it so they see a nearby ferry just uh, standing in the like still in the water so not standing but floating still in the water uh, so, the, <laughs> so they board that to repair the boat. Insert 20-minute zombie scene on here where a couple of the team get taken out, but they get the boat back up and running again, and they make their way to France. They get to France. The next part of the movie is like pr lots of proper zombie stuff as they head towards Paris. Zombie chases, tents, hide-and-seek things, and also gives us time to learn about <laughs> the people that Jim is with and work out why Selena is not talking to her anymore. In brackets, basically, she thought after the death of Hannah, because that was the girl who got killed at the beginning of the movie, because I don't like that actress as well from that first movie, because she shit as well. <laughs> so kill her. Anyway, after the death of Hannah, she didn't want him to go, uh, like, she didn't want to go with the army. Uh, but, uh, and then she sort of blamed Jim uh, for, like, going back with the army and stuff. Um, and also for the death of Hannah, she kind of blames him. Eventually, they get to Paris. They find the children, and ha and they find that they've been spending months, well, 28 months in particular, uh, in isolation uh, to avoid being captured by various factions vying for control in a post-apocalyptic world. Jim says their blood is important to save this world, and that him and the crack team of Scientists can come up with a cure because he's done GCSE biology. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cut short and they are attacked by both these post-apocalyptic factions and zombies. Insert 20-minute chase scene around Paris with zombies and the factions as well, all wanting the teenagers. Well, no, not teenagers anymore. I was going to do it 28 years <laughs> later, but it's not anymore. It's, they're still kids. Um <laughs> As they make their way back to the boat, um, both Jim and Selena and the kids wake up. Uh, like, so they're on the way, and then like they go to sleep, um, and then they wake up like halfway th near where the boat is, and they're like all tied up. They see all the other of the people on the team have been, had their throats slit. Oh shit! There's a traitor in Ooh. the group. He explains that he made a deal with a faction to hand over the kids, Jim and Selena. He explains it was him who sabotaged the boat. They thought it would pick the rest of the team off at that point, but it didn't. Anyway, they get transferred to this new faction's like base. Uh, and much like the first movie, Jim has to escape, and then he kills everyone, including the traitor, and he saves the day. And then we insert the... The John Murphy song there, probably. Sounds a little bit like James Bond, but it's not. 
<laughs> Are you trying they, to they, lace up <laughs> Killian Murphy's James Bond boots? <laughs> <laughs> they make their way back to the boat, head back to the base. Jim and Selena reconcile. Jim and the team of scientists manage to create an antidote as they prepare to administer this uh, cure via a big gas cloud thing, maybe, or something. Uh, something that makes it airborne, basically. Uh, a massive horde of evolved zombies infect, uh, uh, start infecting the stronghold, and uh, there's a big fight, uh, and there's a tense battle. But ultimately, Jim and the remaining members of the team manage to release the cure in time, quelling the horde and saving what's left of humanity. And then Jim mm. and Selena kiss. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> oh, they kiss on their boat, right, Ross? Yeah, yeah. No, they're not on the boat anymore. They're back at the base. Oh, I thought we were going to do a boat sound again. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Hmm. I, my only the th- the only thing I'd raise is it's it's obviously Killian Murphy. Is twenty one? It's he's much closer yeah, yeah. to being twenty eight years later yeah, yeah, than twenty eight months later. We could in make age. it twenty eight years. Like, like it doesn't really. I think maybe potentially you could do it as twenty eight years later, or you just uh, he doesn't look. Uh, yeah, I mean he does look quite old. But. Yeah, to, he he does look older. But to be honest, like you know, living in a post apocalyptic world, it's gonna gonna age you a bit. So. Yeah. I, I think it would be easier to get away with. It wouldn't quite be so easy to get away with the kids who are now like oh, no, sixteen being years older. Oh, oh cool. They're... Okay, right. Yeah, that fine then. That's fine. They're, they're recast. Um, Fuck those guys. <laughs> excellent. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to move on to Matt, please. Cool. I just want to say, I want to. Oh, okay. I'll carry on without you. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I just want to say props to Ross as well for foreshadowing the factions when you were like, you know what 28 weeks later needed yeah, yeah. was factions? <laughs> and I was like, how much are fucking betting? Ross's pitch has got factions in it. And what do you know? Ross's pitch has factions in it. So oh, yeah. tip of the hat at that one, just planted that seed there to Drew's mind. Just want to... Yeah. Bring yeah, it in case yeah. it wasn't at the top of the surface for Drew at the time. Oh, no, I, I, I noticed. <laughs> but kudos. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so I am bringing you 28 months later. Very good. A huge surprise. <laughs> the world is burning, <laughs> but the humans are hanging on. Pockets of humans are surviving, and there's whispers of an in the, on the air of a vaccine in Germany. <gasps> Time is ticking. Mm. <laughs> we open with a group of survivors trawling through the underground station. We don't have a clue where or when it is. The group is slowly being picked off by the zombies. There's minimal lighting, so lots of psychedelic shots from the first two movies. And then it's like like that car park zine vibes. More of that. Uh, basically, we keep seeing like the group all huddled around and protecting a lady in the middle. We discover she's pregnant. And then we get a glimpse of her eye. And she has the similar eye to the mum from 28 weeks later. She's been bitten, but she isn't a zombie. Whee! So the group frantically Ooh. run to the light at the end of the tunnel. And people are dying as they do so. And then we see the lady, a familiar looking man, and two teenagers all make it out into the light. Just as things are looking bleak. There's a load of gunfire from either side of the entrance. Pop, 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 pop. I'm throwing some sound effects in like Ross now. <laughs> into the, in the, they all fire into the tunnel. There's an army there and it greets the survivors. And in German we hear, we have the grail over a radio. They load up <laughs> into trucks and tanks and they head off into an encampment on what looks to be a university campus. We see the sign Cologne University, Germany. So then we flash cut over to Andy and his sister from the second movie. They appear to be in a really nice hotel. Exposition of how the past few months, 28 to be exact, uh, we discover that they're in fact in a converted hospital. Uh, and it's, well, it's a converted hotel that's been turned into a makeshift hospital. I don't know why I wrote hospital twice. They're still with <laughs> Flynn, the US Army, and Andy goes off to have some blood tests. Uh, basically, they're trying to isolate the gene in his DNA that makes him immune. And the scientists, they're speaking with the other scientists over in Germany. They're trying to work together. Basically, it turns out the US didn't have access to any good laboratory kit, uh, so they need to just fly over to Germany. Why not? 
So they do, they jump in a helicopter, but the helicopter's old and hasn't been maintained, so it takes a while to get going. It's like... And he brings a swarm to the hotel. So everyone dies who isn't important, and Flynn makes the (laughs) ultimate sacrifice to save them because he's become fond of them. He sacrifices himself, and they take off. So on the plane... There's Dave Batista making amends for his army of the dead role. We're going to go with some proper acting from him in this one. Michelle Yeoh, because capitalize on her while while she's uh, while the fire is hot. And then some of the US stars <laughs> mm-hmm. in the chopper. And they've all got different skills to help and the writers can deal with them. Uh, and then we've got Andy and Tammy. And so the chopper <laughs> typically isn't going to make it all the way. It goes down in the Netherlands. It's not been maintained. The squad now, the film, is fighting through the Netherlands, through landlocked Netherlands, to Germany, and they use whatever means necessary to survive. Batista gets bitten at one point, but thankfully, he's got the same blood type as Andy. So Michelle Yeoh links them up through the old tubing, and miraculously, Andy's blood fights the infection just as it looks like he's going to turn. He doesn't. He comes back. It does work. Yes. So... They make it to Germany. They manage to kill the swathe of infected. Obviously, the whole film's just traveling with them. Uh, they kill the swathe of infected outside the, uh, the lab. Uh, and Jim Killian Murphy appears in the window. He's like, bang, 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 bang. And he comes down and he helps them. Uh, they keep fending off the zombies long enough for the antivirus to be created. And they inject everyone on the site, including Killian Murphy and all that lot. Uh, if you get bitten, they realize, oh, yeah, I'm not dead. Yes, I'm alive. I'm alive. So they keep fighting off the zombies while this laboratory is working on one more thing. And it turns out it's a gas grenade. Ross, stealing my ideas. But it's a gas grenade and it's thrown into the horde. As it explodes, they all collapse because the antivirus is also a weapon. It's not going to cure them, but it's going to kill them. Game changer. The ending shows the spread of the antivirus amongst armies around the world and they eradicate the affected. And it has to be the end, I expect. Or 28 years' time, they'll come out with another. <laughs> okay. Cool, thank you. I don't, I don't think I've got any questions. Uh, let's go, finally, to Andy. All right. I was going to bring you 28 months later, but I decided to take one of my joke titles and actually uh, base my pitch off it. So, mine is okay. called 28 Days After, 28 Weeks Later. Oh, one month later. <laughs> one month later, that's it. When the discovery of a cure okay. is found, we find out who the real monsters are. Mm. All right, so we open mm. up with quick shots of British military going into France, Andy's blood being taken and tested on, um, and then not during this bit where we find out at some point Tammy's blood was tested, but she's you know not important, it's just Andy. Um, and then the new, the new UK Prime Minister, Alan Brent, being declared, uh, being uh, elected, sorry, uh, with the promise to rebuild the UK, rebuild the world. Then te- text comes up uh, on the screen and it says, 28 days later, a cure for the infection was found. So Idris Elba, can't remember his uh, character name. Idris Elba walks in uh, as he's just come out of a government meeting uh, talking about the cure. He talks to his men, his little team of army guys, and says the government has come up with a plan. Uh, the team is to go out and scout lo- uh, the last known locations of targets. And when they're located... Cap- uh, capture the targets, bring them back to be contained, ready for when they reproduce more of the cure, so they can start um, uh, bringing people back uh, to to life. Basically, as 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 Drew said, uh, it's just an infection, so they're not they're still people, I guess. They're, like the cure gets rid of their infection, they are quote unquote normal again. Um, we meet the team okay. of heroes led by Captain Bra- uh, Baskin, uh, and I'm just thinking all unknown actors uh, in in this film. Uh, they get uh, a list of targets and the last location, and we have a big stealth slash action scene where the team sneak into a building full of infected, uh, and they have to like set up targets to trap. Uh, sorry, set up tra- traps to ta- uh, to get their targets, distract non-targets, and kind of like, stealth kill zombies as they try and get uh, all the people they need. On the last target, of course, someone inevitably makes a noise, and they race out uh, race out of the building. Uh, back at HQ, the captured are moved into a containment wing as Baskin asks when they're going back for the others in the building. And Idris says, well, not for a while. Uh, they get a message from some French soldiers uh, that say they're being overrun, basically, and they need more help. This is where we meet the new UK Prime Minister, Alan Brent, who tells the soldier to decline the French request. Instead, tell the French he has found a cure for the infection. 
but will only hand it over for something in return, whether that be something like now, but more likely something like political in the future. Uh, the French soldiers mm-hmm. are obviously like outraged and they basically like hang up. Baskin calls out Brent, who kind of like turns to the crowd, turns to the room and says like, you just don't understand. We have a cure, which means we can start life again. We don't have any debt. We don't have any crime. We can basically make a perfect society. So Baskin questions what a, perfer- a perfect society and kind of like chooses what is perfect. And Brent says the people left in the building on his last mission were criminals. The people he saved were innocent. So why should they waste time, go uh, time and resources bringing back a criminal, bring back someone who can help humanity and then bring back the criminal afterwards? If they bring back the criminal at all, as they say, we're trying to make a perfect world. Why would we bring someone back to life who's basically betrayed your trust before you even got to know them? Uh, Baskin accuses Brent of playing God and Brent tells he, uh, Baskin he's not evil. He's just brave enough to say what everyone's thinking, do the right thing, kind of like that thing. Baskin says, um, mm-hmm. uh, asks why he doesn't want to help France. And Brent kind of then says, well, it's, you know, it's no, it doesn't hurt to have leverage going into the new world, does it? And then leaves. And Baskin tries to uh, reason with Idris, who was conflicted about the whole thing. Uh, but he gives Baskin a, a list of new targets and his team heads off. On the way to the location, the team debates the plan and whether it's right or wrong, kind of having their own views, get to know these people a little bit more. They enter the location with the plan to save all the zombies. Fuck Brent, basically. Uh, They may not have enough equipment to do it, but they're going to try. But they lose control and basically have to kill all, if not a lot of zombies uh, to escape, losing two team members along the way. Back at HQ, Brent flips out, saying they just lost doctors and scientists that could have helped rebuild the world. Uh, And Brent says... All the people they lost, basically, could have helped. But Brent asks how, how a stay-at-home parent could help rebuild humanity more than a doctor. He says surviving the infection was a marathon, not a sprint, but now they have the opportunity to catch up. If that means sacrificing a few people to so humanity can rebuild faster, then so be it. At this point, a scientist comes in and tells Brent that they can't reproduce the cure as quickly as they hoped, and the delay will mean the zombies will start to die of starvation before they're saved. So Baskin tries to re- reason with Brent again, but Brent just hands him like a list of new targets. So the team sets off, uh, and Brent uh, Baskin, sorry, <clears throat> says to this team, to his team, like if they accept that, if they accept this, normal innocent people like my family, like your family, won't make it in time for the cure. Uh, the team are conflicted, going back and forth. Maybe like Baskin's just being selfish. Maybe this is the right thing to do. Baskin kind of goes like, well, okay, maybe you know, maybe it's not the right thing, but maybe it's what we need at the moment. Uh, they do a whole another big stealth action scene uh, to get their targets. Uh, when they get their targets uh, on the way back, ba- uh, Baskin notices something. And when he gets back to HQ, he confronts Brent and says they just rescued his wife. What skills and qualities does she bring to rebuild humanity? But before Brent can answer, there's a Ooh. warning, like a red, white, and a buzzer goes off. <clears throat> uh, and we see uh, on the CCTV, hundreds, the hundreds of locked zombies have been set free. And they start entering the HQ, like fucking attacking everyone. The lights go off and soldiers from the special French division come in and start shooting, saying they've come for the cure. Um, so some team members die as they're trying to uh, kill the zombies and maybe like some of the French. Um, the French soldiers kidnapped Andy, basically. Uh, Brent then shoots those, takes Andy's hostage. There's a couple of more French soldiers that come in. Brent then holds a gun up to Andy's head and says, basically, if you don't fuck off right now, I'm going to kill this kid and the, wo- and the world will be fucked. No one will have the cure. But before he can finish his sentence, out of nowhere, Idris Elba comes in and shoots, uh, shoots Brent in the head. The French soldiers like draw their weapons, but Baskin and Ildris puts uh, puts their guns down and says they want everyone to work together so everyone can have the cure. A truce is made and they fight their way out of the building. And the only people left are Baskin, Andy, Tammy and one French soldier who fly away on the, he- on the French helicopters that were used to get the French there, obviously. And then text on a screen, 28 weeks later. The French and English work together on mass production for a cure and everything to be- seems to be going okay. People are taking well to the cure, and after waking up from a coma, they're slowly being rehabilitated back into normal life. And we see we see so- shots of you know quote normal people and quote uh, important people being rescued, uh, you know. And they're like, maybe the world will be all right, but maybe it won't. As we end with a scientist looking at blood and saying <laughs> it's mutating. People who have been people who have had the infection longer than others leave trace amounts of blood after the cure is taken, but it doesn't seem to be a problem now as the cells look dead. Or maybe, he says as he strokes his chin, they're laying dormant for 28 months later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, all right. So just to recap for everybody, uh, we have Ross's where 
they take a boat to France to find Andy to figure out the cure. We have Matt, where they figure out the cure. And we have Andy's, where um, they figure out uh, the cure. Mine's an antivirus, it's not a cure. Oh, okay, all right, thank mine's you. Mine's different, um, just saying. Yeah, oh, there, yeah, there are some differences, but I'm going to let the guys hash out those differences, uh, starting immediately, right now. Let's go. Cool. Oh, wait, um, where do we... Where, my, my, sh- you, shush, because you, you, you are talking yeah, right, about. Go on, <laughs> go on um, fuck it, go on. I, I feel like the, my, my first kind of alarm bell with Andy's is that a lot's been achieved in a month when the country was just about to go down the shitter again. That 28 days left after the I remind second movie. You, yeah, and basically within, what was it, like 20... 20 or 24 weeks the country was back, like almost like back to normal as it said on screen like people were like after like that, that. was weeks so, though and you were you're saying 28 days so, after yeah four weeks the yeah four weeks later well they've got again. nothing to do but basically focus on this cure right. okay cool. cool people are working yeah, and elected also, prime minister that's a dickhead apparently like how does he get elected he's an absolute scumbag <laughs> are you talking Who about how a dickhead politician gets elected Matt, have you yeah, watched the news? <laughs> don't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy brings back Idris Elba and not fucking Killian Murphy. Oh, I'm so like. happy you brought that because yeah, you bring back irrelevant characters. How does your how what does do you mean? how does how Jim is how Selena, does Jim the main Selena does pr- fuck all in yours? She does nothing and then she no. and then she oh, kisses no, just Jim at the end just because I didn't put in my fucking pitch every specific oh, scene we just, we just leave out her motivation and her whole goal for the movie no, she just, she's if you just listen, there if you listen when mm-hmm. I did my pitch I said that along the way they we find out why Selena doesn't uh, talk to Jim anymore yeah. and then eventually they reconcile and they yeah, kiss but she the still goes the with him at the end What? also Jim just doesn't Move the plot along. Your you've got your your main character isn't Jim like actually is a the protagonist. Center of twenty eight days later. He yeah, but yours, he doesn't like actually franchise. move. Ross even said like he he tags along with the people going to France. He doesn't do anything. No, to, he like, is one of the people that wants to why? go. He's one of the he, core no people. Need. He's a loose based scientist. He's a GCSE. They, why they am I defending Ross? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big problem. But I think that's probably cut like left left enough. But like basically, my biggest problem with Ross is, is like his returning characters don't actually move the plot along. They're there. Same with Matt. Matt Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy comes in at the end. Has got as much to do with his plot as Ross's does. Ross's Killian Murphy and Selena but, God, doesn't you do anything. You could have put new characters in. My character is the central Why would point I do- of the film. No, Killian Murphy Andy in yours, plays- Matt, doesn't move. Yeah, he's a cameo, yeah. but I've yeah, made yeah, yeah. that clear. That's, that's fine. That's fine. But say in Ross's, there was literally no need to bring him back. They could have just had more. Oh, he could have had new why, interesting yeah, people. Why bring, it, why bring him back? Yeah, because but we'll just a, have a load of unnamed the, actors he, in mine. Because he's yeah. a GCSE yeah. scientist yeah. that We're going to have Baskin and Brent and Billy and Bob and Brad and David Brent. David Brent, man. Oh, I didn't even think of David Brent. That's hilarious. Thinking, yeah, like Ricky Gervais. Um, I, I was picturing him as Ricky Gervais. I didn't even think about like, that. As soon I should, yeah, as you said I, it. I, I regret calling him out loud, but now, and I see now, all I can think about is that. Um, I want to ask Ross why the kids are in Paris when we like. Because at the end of the movie, yeah. the helicopter crashes in Paris. If you listen to right at the end of the movie, thank you very much. Thank you. I'll take that. To the bank, and they haven't come back to England in twenty-eight months. What? No, they're always. They've always been in Paris. In my pitch, they learn that a helicopter crashes in Paris, and the last like lone location of these two children were in Paris. So that's why they have to go to Paris to find out. Because at the end of the twenty-eight weeks later, there's audio chatter of the helicopter being crashed, and then we see a shot of the Eiffel Tower with zombies. So it's goes to... St- like, I think we think... You, I like that you're lacing that. I, I'm reading it as different. I, yeah, I, I thought I that was my helicopter. helicopter to America. Yeah. That but was, I, I see why okay, you're bringing I, I get, it to I get Paris. that now. Yeah, that, that's fine. But yeah, no, I saw that as a as a different... That, that's fine. Yeah, well, there you go. You bring passions in. I, of course, you make humans the enemy. I'm with Ross on... I'm with Ross on this one, like... The end of the movie is they go to France and they crash in France and the infection does start again in France, like from Andy, like Andy clearly accidentally infects someone else and it all goes tits up again. Yeah. 
Um, Good work, but, Andy. Yeah, anyway. But but mine, 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 mine remains in the UK. This fine. is such a British institution film. How dare you go to France? Matt, I don't know what you're doing oh. in Germany. Where do you get Germany from? Oh, what are you talking about? You've got because Idris Elba, who's an American. He plays an American. What are you like? Oh, yeah, it's in fucking it's Britain. About Britain. Yeah. Brexit. Because he was he's still yeah, in the Brexit. other film. He could be replaced. He's just as a, yeah, we could replace him with a fucking unknown. But at least no, he's, we, he can carry him then on then for the other be, one. He's a cameo. Like, no Matt has Killian Murphy's cameo. Yeah, but there would be no one in your movie apart from unknowns. And who wants to go and see a movie with right, loads all, of unknowns? All I'm going to say, Dog soldiers, I'm gonna say <laughs> right, Drew, here's the, here's the sit, right? Two of the three pitches make humans. Once again, humans are the bad guys. Always <laughs> oh, the humans. Oh, just like the first fall. one that you love so much. Oh, God. Yours does ha- just has no end. It's like, oh, mine's an all about it's not the zombies even, being the. It's not even a cure, it's just an antivirus. Well, so yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter about Gotta get Dave like, Patista in there somewhere. Those so we're still going to kill all those innocent people that turn into zombies. They're well, just, those it's humans an antivirus. Cool. Like, they're long dead anyway. They haven't lived for they're not. Like, months. They're... They haven't lived off anything. Their bodies would never survive that kind of decomposure. So, therefore, they're dead anyway. My antivirus puts them <laughs> out of their misery. Even oh, if they right. were to survive, the mental scar from what they've been through would be torturous on those humans. So. They're being put out of their misery with my antivirus, and they are starting yeah. with survive with humanity survival. We're kicking off again. See, Don't keep waving your finger with I your will, no, I this is Matt, Matt's pitch did something that we all basically agreed on. He killed his protagonist halfway through uh, 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 Link from Matrix, and then we have to reintroduce. Dave Batista, Michelle. He's not a protagonist. He's just a he's, he's, an, he's the other one now. The fully, yeah, we like we've just like spent so much time getting to know Link again from Matrix Two. We have, and then he dies. I've mentioned him twice. <laughs> he still dies also, halfway he do- through the pitch. I mean, he yeah, doesn't. He, just I like- mean, on that, he's dead at the end. Uh, he's definitely dead at the end of the at the end of the second movie. He definitely dies in the cr- cr- crash. Why does he? Why, see, why I know, is he just like, breaking up all yeah, this exposition? Yeah, you, but you... So I'll, I'll help Matt with dies. this. Because, yeah, you, you're seeing that as the same helicopter. Me and Matt, I guess, aren't. So I'll... I'll, I'll yeah. I, think I know Drew's seen it as the same helicopter, me. but even if it's the same there's helicopter, nothing, it's not a guarantee new that he dies well. in the there's crash. There's nothing There's nothing, does, there's nothing new. It's just the same. A helicopter crashed and Flynn definitely died in it, so he can't come back for the third film. Bullshit. dead. Bullshit. No. Mine's got a new take I as well. Really we are like now hunting until the hunted. The factions we are hunting in. these zombies and we're trying to we're trying Why? to get them back. Because Why factions? factions? Why fucking factions all the it's time? Not, factions, it's humans, not, bad guys, humans. Factions. It's not loads of factions. It's just some faction. They're not you factions, all right? Multiple they're, they're factions just, after them. And uh, then yeah, another yeah. faction that the dude's working for. And, oh, just because you don't like Dying Light. Just because you didn't like the new Dying Light moot game. Yeah? <laughs> don't let your hatred of factions come out on that. I also want to like... Hold on as well. With Ross's... Don't use that against me, you bastard. I want to like this... The bad guy's uh, plot or, or idea, I think, maybe have a, have, have a few holes. So at one point, he, he, does, he, he sabotages everyone on the boat. Does he have a, a zombie like chained up waiting how does the zombies get on the boat in yours when they're going? I think they're when they're waiting going, on the they're waiting on the boat. Just, just <laughs> yeah, they're just waiting. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe one. Right, right, did the bad guy bring them on at night? And just be like, Shh, stay, stay, stay I there. Just wait. I'm right wait in the, the pitch, shadows. Yeah. Maybe their blood, the blood from one <laughs> of the zombies, gets in another guy's eye, similar to the first one, and then that's how uh, they. Again, turn. nothing, nothing new here, Drew. Just like Matt's, nothing new, nothing new. <laughs> I bring you new. I bring a new way of hunting the hunted. That's why I do. I've got a great uh, fucking oh yeah, topic, you bring a great question. New, you bring stuff that shouldn't yeah. be on the movie, like, good ball. Like, oh, we're going to have <laughs> a really a fucking great, interesting question. We've got comment. loads of ind- individual, like, zombie scenes to get that right. But uh, underneath, it's a question of, like, who do we bring back? Who What's perfect society? Uh, and is the bad guy about... Hey, my bad guy is not, like, a, twist- a, twirl- a twirling moustache like Disney villain. I don't want him to be written like that. I want him to be written like... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Black Panther villain. Uh, Warmonger. No, that's uh, Jeff Bridges. What's his face? Killmonger. Um, I want him to be basically like, obviously he's like the antagonist in the film, but I want him to have a a good, like, good dialogue basically to say like he's not a not a bad guy. I, I, you are, you pose too many risks with yours to make too much of a political statement. Oh no, too many risks. Ta- and in a scary horror, you, that's what well, we no, need. No, 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 but you, you, you're walking with the, like, I like the idea of the God Complex in some ways, but 
Mm. What you're doing, like, you're going to be setting up a really divisive movie where some people are going to sit and watch it and actually agree with Brent and be like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd, I'd fuck Hey, yeah, that's fuck what the art is supposed to do. It's supposed to bring conversation. And then you're just going to walk a right left. Yeah. Yes, for Political a zombie oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. And they're so bad to make people think as they come out of a movie. Oh, yes, God. Especially when it was, it's based on an original movie that's about a thriller, not a fucking it's political thriller. It's still a drama. thriller. It's still a thriller. And there's just a little bit of that underneath of just, no, you what don't else need can we that. bring? That's not what Matt we, and Ross are so similar to other zombie movies already. There's nothing new. There's nothing original in Ross's or Matt's. I've got the original right. act, but for no reason. He <laughs> don't do anything to the actual plot. <laughs> yes, he does. He goes. He goes along. He literally tags along, but he's got no reason to go and get the kids. They're not his kids. He has no connection to these kids. You if he stayed in the laboratory, like, you could, you and could they, say that they, about nothing Indiana would be Jones. affected. They could be. Like, but if he stayed Jones. in the laboratory, nothing would be affected in the plot. The soldiers would have done it, their like, shit and brought them back. You could say that about that Indiana Jones. He just goes to. He just manages to fall on a village in India, and then goes and f and then just is uh, helping along the way. Like, like you could say that about a lot of movies. So shut you the could. fuck no, up. No, he's decide. still got a goal at the All end. Right, okay, Dean yeah. Murphy's um, got GCSE science. Andy, that does <laughs> Andy, Andy. Okay, I'm um I'm gonna hop in. It's a really difficult one. This one because. Andy has has come out with what more of what I would want to see, which is a kind of an interesting an interesting kind of discussion about how the world comes back from something like this. But it has some it does have some issue like England twenty eight days ago the only populated place in England was firebombed, but we now we've, we've got a new prime minister, later. and they've just been working on the security I, for two well, years. I just wanted to come in with a different title, so it's not just twenty-eight months later. Yeah, but but then we also we ha we also have the issue of twenty-eight months later. It means that the zombies have to have been surviving for twenty-eight months without eating or drinking, no, they which would have is got they would people. all just be dead again. Yeah, they would have got, they would have been eating. Some well, people. obviously, people were trying to escape but, and go back. Well, but then, like this is the real pedant in me being like, but then. That would mean that the it would just be like all the action in this film should actually be set in like India because it's it's the the infection's just been working its way across continental Europe down towards Africa and it's about to get the most populated areas in the world and that's where they've got to stop it or something like that. But yeah, but so Andy's Andy's like ethical dilemma is right up my street, but it the way that it currently is doesn't quite work. Uh, like logically for my really hyper pedantic brain ross and matt are both more kind of standard and maybe make a little bit more like maybe make slightly less picky plot holy problems but they are kind of standard and so uh, there's there's there, there really are bits in all of them that i that I that I like I I I agree that like Ross said I think Killian Murphy being there and just being like hey I lived through this and I want to be helpful and I'm going to come cuz I want to help is fine and that's a good way to have him there um I I think Idris Elba still being around I'm fine with that I'm I'm fine with Kind of all of the, I'm fine with so much of it, but it's all so difficult, and I really want to be like, as as I always say, I say my cop out thing of I want to smush them all together and take the little bits from from all of them and and like build the sequel. But I, for oh, it's so difficult because I'm like, oh, do, do I do I base it on the one that like taking the one that would need the least amount of additional tweaking on the script to release something that I think would make sense? Or do I take the one that's closest to what I want, but needs more work? Like it's really fucking hard. <laughs> um, I, it's really difficult. Like I think all three of you have done a very good, a very good job on this um, with what is, the, the when you get someone like me judging and again making this point of 
someone who's really fucking pedantic and is like, mm, well, actually, the zombies would have started dying already. And all of this shit is going to be really, really hard. I'm going to go with my gut and go with Andy nice. for this one. I think like it, it's it, it's it was a tough choice, but Andy Andy got closest to what I would have tried to come up with as well. I think is is basically my, basically my only reasoning. But you two, yours, both of yours would need less work on the script to to go from pitch to full script, and it would look much closer to your pitches to have a movie that was released that I would put out, but. I re- I really wanted that that more intense kind of geopolitical thing that Andy managed to tease out of it. But none of you said it in India, so actually my idea that I just said like a minute ago actually wins. So I'm giving Andy second place, really. But there we go. Well, you haven't That's said only for the pedants out there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Um. Forgot I had to do that. Um, <laughs> Too much wine. If you want some very nice wine, a um, little plug for Pole Goon uh, nice. Vineyard in near Land's End in Cornwall. They make a bloody good Bacchus, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I think that I'm going to give second place to Ross. Yes. Fair. Most of us. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's... It, it's it's it, yeah, kind Fucking of. I, I think geopolitics <laughs> like, and factions. <laughs> it's I I like the the human interplay part. I Matt, I think yours like having the the run to Germany and having pa- Harold Perrin you back is fine. I I think it's ambiguous whether he's still alive or not at the end. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think the helicopter crashed. I think <laughs> they I think they landed, but we don't know if he's still there, etc. etc. Um, very very difficult one of i that was almost a coin flip to be honest but yeah so andy ross matt is our order for this episode andy congratulations you won with your pitch of 28 days after 28 weeks later which is something else we'd have to change (laughs) what we can maybe mix it up maybe like 63 weeks after nine months just, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But, or we just called it zombie, zombie movie, zombie movie, rage virus. Yeah. I always thought the wait. The, can we just establish the end of the, the rage? See you. The end of the movie. The there's the scene where the helicopter goes down. That's I thought. If I remember wrongly, maybe isn't it French on the on the headset on the helicopter's headset? Wasn't it French? Yeah, because they've landed in France. So they've flown but you're, but you're across the English from Channel. Matrix Two has landed. But then yeah. wouldn't, he, wouldn't flew it be him and Link the kids saying... across the channel? Yeah. But then wouldn't no, no, you're because, saying linked up. No, it's so right. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> just take he, the I'm win, saying Andy. you don't know. Why just take the no, 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 no. I'm I'm not letting this go. Okay, so right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spell this out for you. He gets in the helicopter. He's got the two kids. They're flying towards Dover to go across the channel. Yeah, and he's like, oh, everyone where I just came from is dead. Better switch my radio over to a frequency where I can speak to someone. And he changes it around, and the radio is now set to speak to someone in France. He then gets over France. They're running out of petrol. He lands the helicopter. They get out and fuck off and try and find help. It all goes tits up. That's why you can hear a French voice coming over the radio. I just thought if the helicopter went down, it should have been Link's voice. That would have been a better link up uh, to the helicopter going down if it was actually Link going... Helicopter crash! Helicopter crash! Three people down. We need assistance, and then no, no, but it didn't crash. Like it says, it's twenty-eight days later. That helicopter's been sat wherever it landed for a month. Like why it still has battery for the radio is a bit debatable. Yeah, I again, that's because I'm like an asshole. We could go maybe, so I could just be forgetting things. But <laughs> I, was, I was just thought if, we were, if that was the link you guys were making, I was like, well, we should have been link on the radio. But all right. Okay. Anyway, Andy, you are the host for the next episode. Congratulations, what are we doing? Let's do a big, dumb, gun action movie. Let's do (laughs) big, dumb, Arnie, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, all the classics. I want, I want, I want, I want Expendables, I want to say five? (laughs) I want to say there's already four. four. (laughs) We're we're making four. Expendables four. Yeah, we're making four. Expendables. 
Okay. Spend for balls. Replace the four. Spend for yeah, balls. Replace the A with a four. <laughs> Excellent. Go. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> um, there you have it, folks. Get out there and watch Expendables 3 to hear what we do for Expendables. Put the wine down. Expandables. Oh, yeah, hang on. Expend for balls. Yeah, expend for balls. Thank you. Expend for balls. So there we go. Hope you enjoyed this one, everybody. Just a really quick reminder, as we said at the beginning, we are live in London on the 5th of November. You should come and watch us. There's only like 25 tickets. So you, I would say you'll have to get in fast before they all go. You've probably got time, but you never know. You never know what will happen. So, you know, go and go and check. Maybe you can be one of the people who who um, fills it up and stops other people from coming. Who knows? Uh, as always, find us on patreon.com forward slash sequel pitch. If you fancy chipping us just two pounds, two British pounds every month, uh, which is which, you know, isn't even enough to buy a Freddo anymore. So come on, we've got to be worth a Freddo for, uh, for two episodes and two full reviews uh, every month for you. Uh, and that will really help us out. Tell everyone you know who you think would enjoy this podcast that they should check it out because hopefully they'll enjoy it too. And we will catch you next time for Expendables. So I will say goodbye from admirable runner-up number one, Matt Rushton. Goodbye. Goodbye from admirable runner-up number two, Ross Harmston. Goodbye. Goodbye from this week's winner, Andy Lee Henry. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that really got me and goodbye from me we'll catch you next time bye bye, bye.